0: don't miss out. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns, and this is the show where we share cutting edge strategies and acquiring leads and sales for your business through paid traffic. And today is all about Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And we have none other than chief ass kicker, extraordinaire of a galactic nature, Kobe Topaz on the show here today. You
1: forgot the king of the seven kingdoms.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, but we're super psyched to have you on today's show because we we have so much stuff to talk about for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, because you and I have been doing this a while now. We've seen, this is probably my 15th Black Friday, Cyber Monday in this industry. And especially in the last couple of years, this is where spend, we just... We can blow it out for customers right now, which is so cool, but they have to do the things that we're talking about in today's episode. It's like, go big or go home, really. This is the time of year. Hopefully, you're building your list right now. I'm sure Kobe's going to be talking about that a bit, how you actually do that. But before we get into our galactic content, what is the one nugget? If you could say, this is the key to success to Black Friday, Cyber Monday, what would it be? Like in just the, a short nugget that people can take and say, ah, that's an aha. This is war. Either you go hard or you go home.
1: Just have a strong offer and be bold. So being bold,
0: how does that translate into digital marketing?
1: Do not be afraid to scare the hell out of your campaign. Do not be afraid to be on every platform that you can think of, just Slaughter your competitors during that <laughs> fight. Some of my, like, I don't care, like, I I don't know, like, I can't think of any more visual world. Like, slaughter everyone,
0: it's war. <laughs> Take no prisoners, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and for the offer, like, the offer itself, like, w- people are always sort of reluctant to, they don't really know. How to do that? What's the best way to do it? Is it discounts? Is it special offers? What is it specifically? I would say keep it as simple as possible.
1: Fix discount, and go hard. If you can allow sixty percent off, seventy percent off, go mm. with that. Don't come to Black Friday with ten percent off, fifteen percent off. That's no. nothing. That's, that's amateur on.
0: hour. That's,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. People are this expecting is the- crazy discount. Like if you come with ten percent, it's gonna come on just. You better not spend that money. Sorry.
0: Yeah, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of... Think about it this way. It's like a... It's a land grab for new customers too, right? I wow, really we, we don't want to say bad words here, Rob. <laughs> <want to> get...
1: <laughs> you can require you know, a big amount of customers.
0: I think we're just going to go for the explicit rating here in iTunes. Right, so just, right. yeah, let it rip.
1: You can acquire a shit ton of customers during Black Friday, Summer Monday. So do that. Go hard. Go big or go home. Acquire them. If it's gonna be in break even during Black Friday, so be it. You can make the money out of the back end. Yeah. Focus yeah. on the LTV here.
0: People in the buying it's a buying frenzy. And it's we see customers going like 10x their normal budget. In a lot of cases, and we'll get into some of the ways in which you can actually do that in today's show. But yeah, we've got a we're chock full of Black Friday Cyber Monday tips here with Kobe Topaz. We're gonna slaughter that and get right into it after this quick break. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. <laughs>
1: I do want to add something for the 15%. This issue with Topcode a couple of years ago, they that's all they can afford. But one thing that the team did is you know, usually they sell their products at around 10%, 50% off. So you just added the Black Friday discount on top of it and they just crafted the messaging. So then instead of it being 10, 15% off additional, it was
0: 40%. All right. That's your first tip when we come back. Yeah. Was your Black Friday cyber money not quite as great as you wanted it to be? Did you feel like you were leaving money on the table? You knew you could have made more sales, but you just didn't know where that money was lying on the table. Well, it's probably because you have some blind spots in your business. We here at Perpetual Traffic want to make 2024 your best year ever. And now is the time to plan for it and set yourself up for 2024. It is not after the first of the year because by the time you actually start doing your planning after January 1st, you've already missed a month. So get that planning done now and do it on us. We are giving away 10 free audits, which goes through all of your ad platforms, all the platforms that you're spending money on right now, or maybe the ones that you're maybe not spending money on, but we feel that there is a great opportunity for you to spend and scale and grow. We'll also look at everything after the click for your CRO, your conversion architecture, as we call it. We'll even analyze your email sequences. And most importantly, we'll look at your data, how you're actually capturing visitors' information Information and how it's tracking all the way to your CRM or whatever your source of truth is. And we do this through a comprehensive audit where we rate each section of your customer acquisition path, give you a rating, and then give some recommendations as to what you should do in order to have 2024 be the best year ever. Now, we're only going to offer this for 10 lucky businesses in the month of December. Okay, that's it. That's the only capacity that we have. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash audit. Fill out the form and let's make 2024 the best year ever. All right, we are here with Kobe Topaz, Chief Slaughter. At uh, Tier 11, it's <laughs> Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And uh, we're going to be getting into all the tips and I guess some tricks along the way, going to pull everything out of the basket here. But one of the things we just talked about was the discount and to go big or go home 40, 60, 70% off. But there was a specific case where you might have done a little bit less than that. Can you tell us about that? I think it was a customer in the automotive niche. Yep,
1: yeah, exactly. So, Their offer, what they could have afforded was an additional, I think it was 10% discount or 15% discount for Black Friday, Summer Monday. And when the team launched the ads with the messaging of 15% off, they didn't perform at all. But what ended up happening is that the customer sells their products at a decent price already like on an evergreen basis every day. So what they did is just they crafted the messaging. Instead of being just 50%, we know that on the average basis, the product are being sold on 20% off. So they just added that additional discount. So instead of being 50% off, it became 35% off. Now I might be slightly off with a 35% or 40%, but you get the idea. If you're already selling your products at a discounted price, and on Black Friday, what you can afford is just an additional 10%, for example, just add it, To the already existing discount that you have, and that's it. You're gonna have a significantly stronger messaging. And once they switch the messaging, they did start seeing improvement in results.
0: So don't talk about the discount off the fifteen percent. Talk about the aggregate discount in your ads, in your marketing, and your messaging. Super good tip there. Amazing. All right, so let's get into the offer. I think we touched on it just a bit anything more to add on that like other ways in which to pump up the volume remember this is a land grab for new customers Black friday cyber monday yes you're going to go to your list yes you're going to email your list all that but maybe there's some other things in the offer area because after all (laughs) it's not just about traffic it's not just about buyers being in the frame of mind to buy it is about having a good offer as well any tips there that you can offer the audience yeah i would
1: say first of all when it comes to type of offers, you have a set amount of dollars discount, you have a percentage, and then you have buy one get one. you're gonna be careful with buy one get one because on Google they wouldn't approve the offer. But if you are able to run the if you're not planning on running on Google, you know will worry about it. But when it comes to the offers, it's just try to think how you can make the best, the best offer you can. We have seen also mystery gift. Offer performed really well for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So there's a client that has the sales, a certain supplement. They have three different price points and basically different package. And then the middle package, which has the kind of the middle price, they added a mystery gift. So you are able to select the four optional gifts. And then if you'll buy the middle option or anything above that, you are entitled to receive a mystery gift. It could be an additional uh, supplement it could be something completely different so we have seen those type of mystery gifts offers working as well
0: yeah that's a super good strategy and i think just in the case of a gift it's, it's a loyalty strategy too we were actually meeting with a customer yesterday here in california and we said where is your drop off when do they start dropping off inside shopify so he basically said around three to four months and we said right around three months is when you should send that gift. Like a gift is very powerful. It might be like a mystery gift. It might be a gift like that from a retention perspective, but find where that inflection point is and then be generous there. Remember on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you're trying to make a good first impression here. So offering a mystery gift, like people love that. Even if you're not into games or playing the lottery or any of that sort of thing, people love the mystery of what is this thing going to be. And that intrigue, people want resolution to what that thing is. So they'll order it. They might actually have a higher conversion rate as a direct result. The fact that you're sort of tapping into human nature with the mystery gift. That's a super good tip. All right. So one of the other things that we always talk about is user experience. Talked about offer, talked about like, you got to go big or go home. Think about what you can possibly afford basically to break even as much as possible. Maybe even go a little bit in the red, depending on what your profit margins are. But let's talk about user experience.
1: Yeah. So before we dive into
0: all yeah, yeahs, campaign section, everything,
1: we have to touch a little bit about the technical side. The first thing is you got to make sure that you're actually talking about Black Friday or Cyber Monday on the website. So we've got to make sure that there's congruency. Also, Google can actually suspend your ad account or disapprove your ads if you don't have that. So it's like you got to make sure there's congruency. If people are seeing an ad for Black Friday, 7 Monday, you are mentioning that on the page, whether it's a banner or whatever. Like, it has to be on the page as well. The second thing I would say is just double-check technical issues. This is the worst time to have a technical issue. And just check the user experience from the ad, product page, checkout, everything. Make sure nothing falls through the cracks. Just run multiple tests on everything, desktop, mobile. just You can't have any mistakes there.
0: It's such good advice. It's usually the last thing that people check. Exactly. And it's the thing that goes wrong first. Ed's. And if you're a business owner, go through, buy your product, use your discount code, test this thing out in multiple ways. Like have multiple people on your team test it out, get a test credit card. This is just short money. There is going to be a surge in traffic and you can ill afford any stupid mistake. Oh, your coupon code doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like don't just assume that because you typed it into Shopify, it's going to work. <laughs> like you have yeah. to actually go through with it. Yeah. All right. So We've actually talked about this a bit in some previous episodes here of how you can tee up and think about Black Friday now. Like, as we're recording this, we're actually in October and we started doing this back in September. But what are some of the things that you can do in order to warm those audiences up? Like, how do you get them so they're even more of a buying frenzy? Like, the action and the behavior is going to be present around this hypercritical weekend of the calendar year. But what else can you do in advance of that and stuff people should be doing now as they listen to this show?
1: Yeah, so you no know, Black Friday, summer Monday, the mindset is different. People are in a buying mode, but there will be a portion of your audience that aren't gonna buy from you unless they warm, you warm them up prior to that. So what you can do right now is you can build out those audiences and you can educate them and get them to know your brand before Black Friday, summer Monday. So what you can do, for example, is you can launch a video view campaign on Facebook, on YouTube, start getting those cheap video views, start building those audiences. And when it comes to the videos you will show to them, just make sure that they're educational, but also they're based on, they have testimonials. The reason why you want to educate them is because when you want to show that your product is the best solution for the problem. You want to educate them, show them the USP, you want to show them results. You want to see how other people have used your products and the results that they've gotten thanks to your product. You want to make sure that you're able to educate them and explain different ways that this product can help them. You really want to build that trust with them. So you can get really cheap cost per view, for example, on Facebook if you launch a video view campaign. Now, yeah, these people won't convert immediately, but you're building up. You're, you're hammering them with different videos all the time. Just They can't stop seeing your ads. You educate them. And then what you can do is on Black Friday, you can retarget those people. So you can retarget start retarget people who've watched 25% of these videos, and then it's a much warmer audience. So then they're more likely to buy because they already know you, they're already familiar with you, they've seen your product, they've seen the testimonials. So it's gonna be really useful. Another thing that you can do is that you can run a Legion campaign. So if you're not doing Legion right now for your business, you're making a huge mistake because again, not everyone will be able to make a purchase right now. We, I know we we'll always go to the sale immediately, but there are people who won't be, who won't make a purchase right now. So you can run a Legion campaign and you can provide the lead magnet that's going to be really useful for your audience. That's going to solve it. If you're able to help them solve a problem, that's going to be huge because not only do they receive a content from you, but they actually were able to solve a problem. So for example, let's like the most common niche, weight loss. You can give, for example, three breakfast recipes to boost metabolism, for example. Or let's say for pet niche, one easy way to train your dog to sit, for example. You have a really like short to the point lead magnet that educates your customers and helps them solve a problem. That's it. Get them to the, your email list, get them opt-in, and then deliver them the lead magnet and also make sure that you have a follow-up email sequence that educates them and builds that trust with them. And then another thing that you can do is you can just go straight to a lead magnet about Black Friday, Summer Monday, just straight early bird lead magnet. Because you know they're in the state of, okay, Black Friday is coming. And we do tend to see sometimes on before Black Friday, results tend to go down because people are waiting for those discounts. So that would be a perfect time to run this lead magnet because people are already in the mindset of, okay, I'm gonna buy stuff on Black Friday, oh, cool, now I see now that I can get 20% off, for example. I'm going to opt in and get that coupon code or it be added to that early world list so they can notify me before everyone else. That's something that you can do as well. And then make sure that it is at least 20% of your budget.
0: The budget you plan for this promo, just make sure it's, it's at least 20%. Got it. it. Yeah. So let's break that down. There was a lot. In there. The video view campaigns I love because all of you that are still complaining about Mm -hmm. iOS 14, this negates the impact of iOS 14. Mm -hmm. Anything that's in app, we actually had the Peshon talking about all in app conversions and really negating iOS. But even if you're not going that route where you're using Instagram or Facebook Shop, you can still capture very good custom audiences on the platform through these engagement audiences for a video, which is a tremendous way of just letting it run. It was just in the tier 11 campaigns uh, earlier this morning. It's like, we have video view campaigns going all the time, just creating different content for different types of problems that our customers might have, or if they're trying to choose an agency or whatever it happens to be, or increasing their AOV, like all that stuff. Is there anything specific, when you say like create a video view campaign, should it have, you said there's some testimonials and some other sort of proof elements to it, but should people just create video content that's helpful and useful and then use that and then, oh, by the way, maybe make a mention of your product? Like what's the best format for those videos in your opinion? So I want to take a step
1: back first. Because what you said there that you run, we're running video viewer campaign for tier 11. This is not e This is high-ticket funnel. And not a lot of people are going to submit an application and hire us immediately. So if you're running a high-ticket funnel, you should definitely run video views as well. People aren't going to be doing that immediately. I, no, our life would be easier if people were <laughs> doing what we want immediately. Right. But for those like high ticket funnels, that's going to be really useful as part of your evergreen
0: strategy. Yeah, the an important point to that, which this I think everybody knows this. That's it talks about it all the time. But your level and the depth of your ask is in direct proportion to how much you must give. So, Google says you need the average person needs five hundred touch points to be able to make a, a conversion. I don't know if I necessarily believe that, but yeah, I do just know want the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's definitely more than the classic. You need seven touch points yes. that we all learned in marketing class. It's yes. somewhere in between there. But if you're selling a $10 product, maybe it's closer to the seven touch points. Maybe it's less, but if you're selling a hundred thousand dollar price point or 10,000 or a thousand, you are now going harder out onto that 500 touch point curve. So video view content and content about who you, what you do, who you are, how you can bring value is so essential. And I think people want to leapfrog that process all the time, and it's not human nature. You can't go from going on a first date to proposing marriage, like you just like it. It's a lengthier process that you are going to have to invest some time and some touch points. And video view campaigns are super cheap. Yeah, you just 100%. have to do it right. Yeah. yeah, so continue. That's my rant for the day.
1: So when it comes to the videos, definitely you can also run straight content videos, no pitch, nothing, or can you can also do both. Basically, it all comes down to educational content and proof. That's it. it, it you can have a mix of videos that have both. You can have separated videos that doesn't really matter. But it's, if you focus on these two areas in your video
0: view campaign, that's pretty much it. That's it. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't, don't overthink it. Yeah. yeah. Just do it. Exactly. So one of the questions I have for you. So a lot of folks especially in the e-com niche have that hover pop that's on a 10 or 15 second delay or maybe it, yeah, as you scroll or maybe it's an exit intent pop from our buddies over at Optin Monster. Should you now create like on your site if somebody is like what can I do right now? to create maybe a little bit of anticipation for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, would you say like take off that, get 10 to 15% off your next purchase, enter your email, should that hover pop today in October be saying something like, hey, join the early bird list for our Black Friday specials where we're going to get anywhere between 40 to 70% off our, every item in our store. What would you suggest there?
1: All right. So if you're able to make sure that this is based on a UTM, so you can track that this thing won't be for complete cold audiences. I wouldn't recommend it for cold audiences right now because th- the minute you do that right now, if your existing campaigns, if you're running a, for example, purchase campaign on Facebook, you optimize for purchase, you really want to get those people that cold audiences. If you're sending them to the product page, then you already start talking about Black Friday they might opt in right now and then not make a purchase. Not make a purchase, right. But if you're able to do that for your existing customers who are visiting your webpage organically, or like for example, from your email, boom, 100% do it. Because as I said, you will see a down in your results as we get closer to Black Friday, but I, you definitely want, don't wanna have this trend right now for cold audiences.
0: Right, the reason I ask that is because that there are maybe some exceptions to that. And I think that's a really good frame of reference. From running something, r- running a lead gen campaign to the early bird list is super smart because you're collecting email addresses. That's first party data. It's yours. It's going to live in your CRM. The question is should you do that on your hover pop? Like yesterday, we spoke to a customer and they're in the hair care niche. And he was like, they're going to not they're still going to buy shampoo now, like they need shampoo today. They're not going to wait till Cyber Monday to buy the shampoo. But in that case, maybe you might want to consider it or at least test it and see what impact it has on your cold traffic. But for bigger purchases, for super like higher end purchases, like maybe coaching programs in the digital space, that sort of thing, probably not do it, reserve a separate landing page just specifically for that early bird list. And it's like, it's a velvet rope. Like you're letting people in to this event where it's going to be them that that are the only ones in this exclusive club. Play it up there to a certain degree, and it's true. Like you are going to be offering this, but these are the people that are going to get first dibs on all the best deals. Would be interesting to see the impact on it
1: on your organic traffic versus paid traffic. You might not see any impact, negative impact from your organic traffic, but you will see from your paid ads. So yeah, definitely
0: test it and see. On the early bird special list, the velvet rope list, you're running that to cold traffic, but I'm assuming that early bird list, the people that are already on the list are going to get that deal, or do they have to opt into it again? What's your recommendation there? Definitely get them to opt in again, just to get them re Just have that
1: action burnt in their brain. Okay, I got to opt in. I make them do it. That's more likely going to help with your open rates and everything, and especially revenue at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, Do it to both. So if you've got an email, you send out a broadcast once a week, maybe a couple of broadcasts right now. and say, hey, we're going to be doing this thing. Once you get in early, don't want you to miss out. Incredible savings that are coming up. Do that now, a couple of broadcasts to your list as opposed to just assuming those people are going to be hot buyers because there's plenty of people on your list that are just completely disengaged. Check out your open rates on your email. It's If you're doing better than 25%, like you're like doing pretty good. That's an engaged list, but that means 75%, they're not even opening your stuff. So don't give them the discount. You want people to be in that buying mindset. And remember, what you're chasing here is buying behaviors. So that's what you're really thinking about here like get them in the sense of this is an exclusive thing that you can only get this one time a year and and that's when people are have much more of a propensity to buy <laughs> it's crazy it's like we it said 10x your budget in some cases we've just seen this as a feeding frenzy so really do think about that trying to re-engage that list as much as possible don't just assume that they're gonna buy so
1: I would add to that one point is that for your internal like, email list, you won't necessarily have to send them to an opt-in page. What a, another thing that you can do is you can set an automation in the email where you can say, okay, if you're interested in getting the Black Friday Cyber money discount, click here. And then you can set on an automation that when they click on the link, quote unquote, on your email, they're moved to a different segment. So that's another action that they can take and you don't have necessarily to take them to
0: the opt-in page. That's great. So that tag is applied for... exactly. Yeah, exactly. Super good tip. This is awesome. All right. Well, let's get into campaign setup. What can we talk about there? There's a lot to deconstruct here for sure. Yes.
1: So let's start with the copy. First thing first, copy and creative. Keep it short and to the point. For example, if you're having a 60% off sale, special deal, Black Friday, Summer Monday, 60% off of everything site-wide. Boom, purchase now. That's it. If you want to increase the scarcity a bit, and this is a tip from Jenny, if this is a really a sale like a that you're gonna run once a year, make sure you mention that in the ad copy. You won't see this deal for an entire year. Make sure it's, it is emphasized in the ad copy. Everywhere in the creative, make sure people will know that they won't see this deal again for an entire year. So I would say, keep the copy short and to the point, and it's applicable for everything. Your ads on Facebook, Google, your creatives on GDN, on YouTube, Facebook, on Pinterest. Just keep it short and to the point. This is the offer, action, that's it. For cold audiences, because again, the mindset in Black Friday is different, you don't need to convince people that much. But you, what you can do is you can just throw in a couple of like, two or three lines about your product about the USP and boom, another call to action. That's it. You don't need to go too crazy. You don't need to go really into detail. It's like the my, people are in for the discount. If they okay, they have a general idea what your product does, how it can help them. Okay, I want I want the discount. That's it. That's all I want.
0: You're making your points. I think you just broke something in the Kobe yes. studio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: just i'm just so in-
0: eager he's, he's so excited <laughs> he's breaking office equipment for the sake of you the perpetual traffic i'm listener. sacrificing
1: my room for you i want like you better
0: crush it <laughs> oh man hey guys it's costume here and I'm so sorry to be the doom and gloom guy, but hoping this acts as a bit of a wake-up call for you. We've been talking a lot about how the iOS thing has advertisers flying blind, sprinkling in the rising cost of ads and supply chain issues. I think we have a real entrepreneurial challenge ahead of us. And the bad news is a lot of businesses are going to be washed away over the coming months. The good news is that the ones who adapt are going to come out even stronger. That's why it's important to focus on the things that you can control. Tighten up your website, improve your CRO, collect as much first-party data as you can, and test, test, and do more testing. And if you need help with that, go to our friends at Conversion Fanatics. They're running hundreds of tests in all sorts of industries, so they know what's working now. Check the show notes for the link, or you can visit them at conversionfanatics.com. Let's talk about audiences. Like, what, like, who we targeting here? We talked about cold traffic, warm traffic, previous customers. Great. Let's get a little bit more specific uh, to give people a little bit more direction when it comes to audiences.
1: Yeah. So the general rule is you go to everyone, everyone that you can think of. So when it comes to, for example, website visitors, you can go. 30 days, and then 31 days to 60 days, 61 days to 90 days. So you can just cover everything that you can think of that within the platform capabilities. Target everyone. Your, uh, for example, also video views audiences. Your email list, you can create different segments. People who opened an email in the last 30 days, for example. You can create another segment, leads. You can even break it down even further. Leads in the last 30 days versus leads in the last like, you know, six months. Whatever, you can break it down That level and see which one performs better. You can also break down the buyers. Is it recent buyers? Is it buyers after, like, with a certain price point, like people who bought the product for their their LTV is more than $50, for example? So you can break it down like that. You can also target people who just engage with your social pages, whether they view the video or just like the post. You can break it down as well. Like, did they engage with the last 30 days or three months or whatever? Just break it down. Also, Add to card. Again, add to card in the last seven days or 30 days. You can do both. Just separate that, separate and see what's going to work better. With Black Friday, you want to have that separation. See what's working. And then just scale the hell out of it. Quick. Be bold. Be quick. And then a, a tip, a really important tip. I apologize. I can't remember who brought that tip. But what you can do is you can create a lookalike audience of a similar audience or act-like audience if you're running on Pinterest or whatever, of Black Friday, Cyber Monday buyers from last year. Uh, so you can create that audience and target it as well on your level one killer. campaigns.
0: Yeah. That's a good one. So that's definitely something you'd like to consider. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a super good one. Remember, you're chasing a behavior here, everyone. like so it's not like the behavioral audiences, the ones who have the propensity to buy or they have bought in the past will indicate past performance is an indication of future results in this particular case, unlike the mutual fund industry and the investment industry. So leverage that as much as possible. That's a killer tip. And that would be a cold traffic audience, obviously, but obviously with the seed audience being really dialed into what you're doing in that most important week. Talk to me about, like I think we're kind of shifting back to maybe like the meta platforms here. Like the common wisdom is, okay, like maybe my, everyone who's added to cart in the last seven days, that might be a, that's a super small audience versus, Hey, I've been running video view campaigns for the last 90 days on five different videos with a hundred dollar a day budget, which are going to be much larger. Like, where do you kind of separate, where do you combine? What's your recommendations there? Cause the audience is too small. You'll burn it out fast. Give us some, some direction on where you should think about those sorts of things.
1: I would say if you don't have a limited budget, you can go audience, basically, if the return announcement is there, I would say don't overthink it. Separate those budget, those audiences, launch the campaign, see which audiences are working within the first 48 hours, and just the, the ones that aren't working, kill them, and just scale the ones that do work. If the budget is limited to a number of reasons, then you yeah, definitely start with those larger audiences. And for example, if the auto card seven days is really small, then okay, try 30 days and see. You will all, you will most likely bond that seven-day audience fast, but I would encourage you guys to not think it. Don't think about it in Black Friday, Summer Monday. Okay, you'll bond it, the frequency is going to be high, you can play with the budget a bit, but don't overthink it. Fine, you hammered your offer for these audiences, they've seen it, they made a purchase... Okay, you start to see like on the day-to-day breakdown that the performance of that audience started to drop down. If it's still within your KPIs, run it. If it started to be on the red, kill it. Don't overthink it too much. Don't think about frequency. Don't think, think about a learning phase. Don't think about all that stuff. Obviously on, on Google, like you don't want to mess up the learning phase on your existing PMAX campaign if you're unable to create a new one, for example, or duplicate the asset group. So you want not do damage there on the, on the learnings. But if you just launched a brand new campaign, you don't be afraid. Don't think about the learning phase. Don't think about it.
0: Yeah. When it comes to your CPA, this is a question that I've gotten in the past is, okay, if I am discounting my offer, let's say we're going big on this. We're going 60%, 70% discount. But normally in my business as usual evergreen campaigns, I'm going at a, let's say a $50 CPA is my target CPA because you're not targeting ROAS here because you're a very smart marketer. You're targeting CPA at 50 bucks. If I discount everything 60%, should I then be at a $20 CPA is my goal or should you continue with the $50 CPA? What would you say to people like that cuz that limits scale cuz all of a sudden that they tighten they're trying to make profit or at least break even to a certain degree because of the discount, not thinking, all right, this is a time, this is a land grab for new customers that are going to buy from me into perpetuity. Like, What would you recommend there as far as those KPIs are concerned? I would say, what is your CAC? How much can you afford to acquire a
1: customer? If it's still within that range, go with it. I know it's going to be hard. I know the CPA might be, it. Will you will need to adjust it, but don't focus on the CPA, focus on the CAC. How much does it cost to acquire that new customer and then work with it? Like it, Again, this is a an amazing time of the year. This is where you can, even if at the end of the day with the profit margins, all you got to do is you'll just acquire new customers at a break-even Fine, just think about the long-term here. You can make that money back with your backend, with other internal promos that you're going to run. But it's like, this is a big opportunity to acquire a lot of customers and really explode your business. So focus on the CAC.
0: How should people think about CAC, cost to acquire a customer versus cost per acquisition, CPA? How, how do you explain the difference?
1: So I would say the CPA, the, uh, the simplest way I can explain it is CPA versus AOV. That's what you're going to focus on, like, on the, all day long, basically. But when you really want to drill down and see, okay, can I scale? Because as you scale spend, as you as your offer is lives longer, obviously when you first touch an offer, you'll see an amazing cost, an amazing CPA. But as you progress, CPA will go up, and as your spend will go up, cost will decrease. But... It's just the nature of the game here. That's what happens. You get into a larger segment of audiences that may not be the creme de la creme of that first initial audience that was interested in your offer and everything. Ad costs were going to increase each and every year. It is what it is. But as long as you're within that cap, okay, I know that, okay, if I acquire this customer today at this price, then I know that with the LTV, with everything, I'm actually going to make profit. So if you're like just starting out and if stuff is hard and everything and you want to focus on the cpa because you want to make sure that you're making profit immediately because you know your back end is really weak for example okay look at the cpa i wouldn't say that's the best practice but look at cpa versus aov that you can start that once you nail down your back and once you see your value of your customer within three months within six months within a year all right now you're in the big boys game and you can focus on your cock So even if you lose money on that acquisition in the first place, you know you'll make it back within two or three months.
0: Yeah, it's short-term versus long-term thinking. And I really do think that's the key here is that you have to realize that you might have a tremendous amount of revenue in these months, but it might not be your most profitable month doing sort of a you know a look back on customers when we go through black friday cyber monday campaigns for those in the past like in most cases they are either going negative in the red break even very rarely does a black friday cyber monday mean increased profitability unless it's just an absolute feeding frenzy and you've just got the product of the moment like what recommendations or advice would you give to business owners there yeah, I would say if going
1: hard with the discounts could really hurt your profitability, what you can do is try to think of ways that you can increase the value of your offer. Can you throw in an additional bonus or bonuses? Can you throw in, for example, if it's an income product, can you throw in a digital bonus? So you technically don't have any upfront cost, an additional cost. So you might, in this case, for example, sell your products at 30, 40% off for Black Friday, but you throw in at least you know, 2 3 digital bonuses, for example. So see, basically, focus on how you can increase the value of that front-end offer. And if that will mean to reduce the uh, percentage of discount and throw in other bonuses, then do it. If you, for example, think that maybe you can throw in like additional training or something like that, just throwing up ideas, but the point is just think on how you can increase the perceived value of your offer.
0: Yeah, super good points there. I do think there is an element of fear when it comes to Black Friday, Cyber Monday. I I remember when I was an affiliate, I was always worried, like, I see a lot of sales coming in, but I'm not going to get paid on them, like on those days, which is always a concern. But business owners are going to be monitoring this throughout that critical five to six day period, even if you're going, like, I guess it's your risk tolerance, like how much you want to go into the red, how aggressive you want to go here getting customers. We're saying go big or go home. But in reality, sometimes fear limits scale. And it's a hard thing to overcome. All right. Well, Kobe, thanks for coming on Perpetual Traffic. And obviously, you can learn more about what Kobe does over at tier11.com. Do subscribe and leave a rating wherever you're listening. And of course, you can always let us know what we can do better over here. This is definitely one of those episodes where we took your feedback and created an episode specifically around a topic that obviously has a huge impact on your business and kind of highly tactical here we found that uh, you the perpetual traffic listener wanting a combination of those two things is like high level strategy with tactics and that's because we've got perpetualtraffic.com forward slash better so please tell us what we can do better over there follow me on linkedin i would say LinkedIn for us, Tier 11 and Ralph Burns. Definitely follow me over there. I'm really sure are uh, way more active there than I am on Twitter. And I suppose we should give Kasim a shout out as well at Kasim Aslam over on Twitter. Make sure you go back and listen to previous episodes and all resources and show notes will be at perpetualtraffic.com. On behalf of Kobe from Tier 11, until next week, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic.